It's the NFL season, and Hector Vasquez can get you ready to win some money. That's right. Subscribe and follow the All Four Downs podcast, NFL Picks, on YouTube, Facebook, and on the website, hhwshow.com. Hector Vasquez is the subject matter expert and can turn your losses into win streaks. Tune in to All Four Downs NFL Picks every Wednesday and get your picks set for each game every week. It's All Four Downs, a CMG Sports Podcast Network. Attention all basketball fans, CMG Sports presents the Posting Up Podcast, where Lucas Boldick, Sean Scanlon, and King Zay discuss the latest news and topics throughout the NBA. So, if you have a love for basketball, make sure you check out the Posting Up Podcast, live every Tuesday and Saturday on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Also available for download on every podcast platform. It's week four of the NFL coming up, and our third, uh, first game, which is Thursday night, will be Jacksonville versus Cincinnati, and then Monday night football, we got the Las Vegas Raiders versus the LA Chargers, and if that's not even better, you can't wait till we start picking our, our teams as Sunday is locked and it's packed and nothing but competition. Hello, everyone. My name is Obi Muniz with Hector Vasquez tuning in to week four as we stay focused on what matters most here and that's just trying to beat each other up to see <laughs> by, the, by the end of week 17 who has the top wins in the regular season and hector hey man i'm gonna say sorry to your brother i know I, I, i'm on top right now by one game yeah i mean it was interesting what had happened i mean it was i had the better chance to win with San Francisco than I did with Tampa Bay. But again, they left too much time on the clock for Aaron Rodgers, and he just did what he had to do, got his <laughs> kicker in the position, and poof, there goes the win for the 49ers. That's I just right. took the, this took the air out of their tank. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, starting off on that Thursday game, the Panthers beat the Texans 24-9. to The Falcons defeating the New York Giants 17-14. to uh, I didn't see that coming. Very disappointing, especially hearing the afterthoughts on drawing about the G-Men, which is located on clovercrestmedia.com. Uh, they said enough of those. We knew the Broncos were going to beat the Jets 26 to nothing. Uh, that was, you know, that's like a bye week for the NFL right now. Mm. Uh, the Bills over the, the Washington football team, 43 to 21. The Browns handled the Bears 26 to 6. I mean, these guys are still talking about Justin Fields, the Chicago Bears offense, the head coach. I mean, there's a lot of drama in Chicago that really fades away at what's really going on in New York. So yeah. thank you, Chicago, for now. Uh, the Ravens, man, they got lucky. The <laughs> Ravens got lucky. Who would ever thought that the game winner will be a record 66-yard field goal? 
that was, broke Jason Elam's record when he was with the Broncos. The Ravens come out victorious 19 to 17, a game that the Lions had thought <laughs> they were going to win. You're right. It hit the goalpost. And I'm thinking, like, oh my God, he missed it. No, it actually went in. And after replay after replay, but then again, there was another game that I saw. They tried, but it backfired. Uh, and I'll get there. The Titans over the Colts, 25 to 16. The Chargers handled the Chiefs, 30 to 24. The Chargers are looking real right now. But uh, it's still early in the game to, to even say that there are contenders right now. Mm-hmm. The Saints over the Patriots, 28 to 13. The Bengals over the Steelers, 24 to 10. A lot of people saying Big Ben is done. This should be his last season. I mean, he is. You might as well give him the cane because that's how he looks like in the field. (laughs) The Cardinals over the Jaguars, 31 to 19. The Raiders over the Dolphins, 31 to 28. That was a great game to watch. The Rams over the Buccaneers, 34 to 24. Look, you had two teams that went to the Super Bowl. Both of those teams lost this Sunday. Oh, this past Sunday, excuse me. Uh, then you got the Vikings over the Seahawks, 30-17. to 17. Finally, the Vikings went ahead and handled their business. I was wrong in that game. Uh, the Packers, 30-28 to 28 over the 49ers. Wow. Great game to see. Um, unfortunately for you, it wasn't so great, but thanks me. She'll listen to me more often. Mm-hmm. And then the Cowboys over the Eagles, 41-21, which is, I I told you from the beginning, the Cowboys are for real this year. They look, that offense looks solid. Um, The only thing that will take away the Cowboys right now, if they suffer any injuries between now and week 17. But I think, in my opinion, as much as I hate to say it, as of now, that Cowboys are more of a complete team than anyone in the NFC East. No, that's, I definitely agree. Um, I don't think they're up at the caliber right now for the Super Bowl, like people are saying they are. But, I mean, hands down, they are the legit team that's more complete than we have the other three. So there should be no reason that they cannot win this division. And if they don't, it's their own fault. They're just going to shoot themselves in the foot. It's not that somebody's going to go out there week after week and blow them out. It's just that they're going to make, you know, ignorant mistakes, and that's what's going to cost them. You know, they could be easily 3-0 and right now. But, you know, because of mistakes, it is what it is, and you're standing where you're at. Absolutely. Hey, this week, a lot of good games coming up. Uh, a lot of people are talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the New England Patriots. I mean, that should be a good game, but the game I want to see for real, for real, is the Carolina Panthers visiting the Dallas Cowboys. What's your take, uh, your favorite game that you're looking for this weekend? Uh, you know, it's kind of crazy, but I am going to stick with the Tampa Bay New England game. You know what I'm saying? Only because the fact that we have the seasoned veteran, the GOAT, the god of the NFL versus what could be the future here. You know what I'm saying? And so how can this young man take this team that was once quarterbacked by Brady and do something against Brady? So this is going to be interesting to see. I'm looking forward to this game. Hey, the only really hot team, the hot game really is Monday Night Football. The Raiders visiting the Chargers. Yeah. Uh, Raiders are 3-0, and and the Chargers are 2-1. and Yeah. On the other, the other games, majority of them are 2-1 and versus 1-2 and two teams. So and we, quite and we interesting do, to see. And we do have the battle of uh, undefeated matchups. 
between the Cardinals and the Rams. Ah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The Cardinals and the Rams, the battle of who's going to be in first place in the mm-hmm. NFC West. Loving it, loving it, loving it. But before we get started with our picks, you had his trivia questions, do you want to say? Yeah, I had a little trivia for you. So we know that Sunday night, Tom Brady faces off against the New England Patriots. And this mm-hmm. is the first time in history that Brady's going after the New England Patriots. We do know that he has defeated 31 NFL teams. Okay? You can't add the Patriots yet to the playbook. But my question to you is, out of the 31 teams, there are four teams that he's undefeated against in his history. Can you name for all four of those teams? And I'll even give you a hint. They're all from the same conference, the NFC. So I just broke it down halfway for you. Really? <laughs> no. Well, I can't say it can't be any team in the NFC East. Can't say that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take those four teams out. So that narrows down the picture. Okay. Oh man, you said okay, like no, man, no, you're doing a rude awakening. I'm just, I'm just listening. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure he beat Washington football team, Dallas. Of course, the Giants, because I've seen it. Um, and the Eagles. Well, he's beating everybody, yeah. But which four teams are he's undefeated in? These four oh, teams have not right, beaten right. has not beaten Brady yet. Well, my Giants beat Brady. The question is, is you talking <laughs> about regular season? Yes, or overall. Regular season. We can do overall also, but it's but regular season. Yeah. That uh, okay, Minnesota Vikings. That's one. Can I say the Giants in regular season? No, you can't. Because you can't talk about the Super Bowl. Hmm. Oh, man, this is the hardest one. I only got one right. Yes, so far. What about his own team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Yes, that's number two. And you know what they say, quarterback. you can't no, beat him. No. <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. The Denver Broncos. No, that's the NFC. NFC, not Denver Broncos. NFC. It's Seattle Seahawks. Okay. Okay, the last pick I'm going to make is Chicago Bears. No. Okay. All right, so I got how many teams? You got two. You got Tampa Bay and Minnesota. Tampa Bay, Minnesota. Yes, and the other two are the Atlanta Falcons. Ah, okay. He's he's nine and zero against. He's always beating Matt Ryan. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the regular season. Of course, we know we beat him in the Super Bowl. Uh huh. And the other team is how about them Cowboys? He are is you unde- serious. He the is Cowboys? undefeated. He is undefeated against the Dallas Cowboys in his career at six and zero at the moment. Ah, he's undefeated. Well, congratulations to him. But with the Giants, he's five and one in the regular season against the Giants. Mm. So they lost after the Super Bowl. They uh, lost a regular game. I believe so. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. With Eli. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I like that. I like that. And so but Tom Brady will always know. Always know. And he can never get it back. That he can never beat the Giants in the Super Bowl. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Outstanding. He's, he's That's a good call, man. That's a good call. <laughs> but but you said, you know, it's interesting to see Tom Brady. And, and you know what? 
before that, you know, you see Tom Brady. He's been in the league longer than Ben Roethlisberger. You see how he is handling his business with Tampa Bay. I'm just surprised that no one's taking Tom Brady's playbook on how to get healthy and stay fresh like Ben Roethlisberger is doing with the Steelers. Because Ben looks so old, but is it because maybe he needs more time to warm up and then hopefully in the middle of the season he'll, he'll execute? Or really, is the time up really for the Pittsburgh Steelers and then go back to old school, which is defense and run the ball hard with Najee Harris? You know, I I don't know. It, it, to me, it seems like even though Tom Brady's older, He's more wiser on how he take care of himself physically, mentally, emotionally, you know, because how many times have we heard him being on the injured reserve list? You know what I'm saying? And then the it's back- always questionable. Exactly. So the only times that we seen Brady out was because of a suspension, because of a scandal or whatever the case may be. We never seen him on the IR to where he's out for a couple of weeks. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and I, and I have to contribute that to like off season. You know what I'm saying? He's taking care of himself. He's staying right. out of the media. He's not getting into trouble. He's doing what he has to do. And then he's probably doing a lot of homework. How many quarterbacks really say they're probably going to do a lot of homework in the offseason to prepare for the following season? I think that's what he does. He's doing a lot to get himself ready. What is he doing as a leader to get his offensive line prepared to help protect him? Because you need that, right? Well, it seems like he's doing more than that because he just got Richard Sherman yeah. signed to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So he's always recruiting. He's always making things happen. I mean, look, I think he, uh, when Tom Brady retires, he might be up in the main office for, uh, just doing doing magical stuff for the staff in order to make the team great. So, you yeah, know, I mean, more props to him. I would say the besides him, the other only quarterback that has a brilliant mind is Peyton Manning. You know, when it comes mm-hmm. to being a quarterback-minded and knowing what, you do, what, what you're supposed to do in that line. You know, yeah, exactly. I mean, he does got a big head, you know. So he got I, a big I knew brain. he was gonna say that. He's got a bigger brain. It. I knew it. <laughs> you know, a I lot of it. Omaha's Omaha. You know, so, <laughs> the size you know, of Omaha. Yeah, I'm sure every but, kid, uh, every baby who grew up in the in the city of Indianapolis, their first words were Omaha, not mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. Uh, but hey, great, great points there. I like it. And again, um. You know, we couldn't say the same for the New York Giants, the way they're going with their season. But, hey, I'm not I'm not stepping toes on the drawing about the G-Men. You need to catch them on clovercrestmedia.com or you can follow them on Facebook. But right now we're getting set for our picks. And it's week four. And where our first game is really Thursday night between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, look, I won this week. So I'm going to lead it off this time on all, all of them. And you agree or disagree? How about that? Hey, sounds good. I got some catching up to do. So, you know. Yeah, of course. So here we go. Um, last played back in 2020, uh, Cincinnati won 33-25 to 25 with Burrow, of course. Uh, Burrow went 25 for 36, 300 yards, touchdown pass. Uh, Joe Mixon ran over the Jacksonville Jaguars, 25 rushes for 151 yards. And rushed for two touchdowns. Now you add Chase to the mix. I'm telling you right now, Cincinnati will blast Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, not to mention that they got the the second leading rusher in the NFL, Joe Mixon. 
Right. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sorry. Trevor Lawrence got a long way to go here. And right now, Cincinnati is clicking on all cylinders. And their run game is on point. I think Gerald Burrow is just a much better quarterback than right now than Trevor Lawrence is. Um, so I'm taking the Bengals also. I mean, there's no argument there. Um, it's good to see Trevor Lawrence. Prime time. So we'll see how that goes. You got it. Prime time, Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> he he, th- he thought he was still in Clemson, I guess. But uh, <laughs> this is a rematch, though, for the championship because yep. Joe Burrow did beat him, you know, LSU over Clemson. So I, I yep. like to see this in a professional league. So here we go. Yeah. And they're gonna so, have they they both they got two totally different offenses now, you know, compared to what they had in college. So technically, because he still got Chase. Remember, Chase was well, there too. That's, that's just one. Yeah. Yeah. One. But here's another one. We have the Washington football team visiting the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons has won three straight in Atlanta against the Washington football team. Uh, but however, Washington is very unpredictable, and they should be 0-4. But we're not going to count that against the New York Giants there. But uh, I'm picking Atlanta to pull an upset over Washington, as many are favoring Washington on this one. Look, both teams, they're only – the only wins that both teams got is against the Giants this year. Okay. And Atlanta looked more, more better, Man. I would say. More, I can't say dominant. I mean, than Washington. Washington's defense was all over the place against the Giants. They know they should have lost that game, but the Giants shot themselves in the foot. And Atlanta just looked better. I mean, right now, Washington is allowing at least almost 31 points a game. And that's we're only going to week four. That's a lot of points. And if Matt Ryan takes advantage of that, it's going to be a long day for the Washington football team in Atlanta. I got the Falcons taking the upset in this one. So, yes, I think the Falcons are going to start a little momentum now, you know, coming off that win against the Giants. And well, we're already out. we're already green two for two here. I know it. I so know you it. Need, you need to relax now. And, and this was one that I changed at the last minute. Oh, I had Washington picked. I did. I did. <laughs> But there we go. All right. Houston visiting Buffalo. Buffalo blew a 16 to nothing lead in the AFC wildcard championship game in Houston back in 2020. For since then, there was a revenge. There was a revenge. But hey, let's look at the let's look at the current situation now. Houston losing to playoff contenders. Supposedly they lost to Carolina and Cleveland. Buffalo, they're hot. I'm telling you right now. Buffalo and Josh Allen, they're going to take names and they're going to take it to them. Buffalo over Houston. Yeah, I got Buffalo too. I mean, and I know the point spread is pretty big and I and I think it is going to be worse than what the point spread says. I mean, besides that loss to Pittsburgh, which they should have, I think, should have won that game. Buffalo's clicking on, on an even higher cylinder than I said that Cincinnati is. So, I mean, the last two games, their last two opponents, they outscored them 78 to 21. So that's just a big, big difference in points differentials in the last two games. Buffalo is just on a whole different level right now, and they are right now my early favorites to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. I mean, it's been a long time since the Jim Kelly era. So, yeah. Wow. I, yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. Right now they're not my favorites. Okay. I'm on the bad wagon with the Las Vegas Raiders. All right. I mean, I think they're doing time. I do. I know it's still early. Yeah, yeah. But definitely. I just got that feeling, man, that the Raiders may make some noise. Um, we'll see. But hey, you're right. It's still a long season. And so is these two teams. A very long season for them. Detroit visiting Chicago. 
what will Justin Fields do? That is the big question. What will Justin Fields do? I'll tell I mean, you what he's going to do. Is, is he going to fall down on, on, on the ground again like eight, nine more times? I mean, what's going on with that offense, especially when they look decent, the, you know, the first two weeks? So, something wasn't clicking. And I'm going to tell you right now, should the Bears lose to the Lions, expect head coach Matt Nagy to be fired. I got a feeling that that will be the last straw, especially that they're in Chicago. The fans are going to freaking let you know how they feel. And that is why the Detroit Lions will go and sneak on by just like it snuck by them last week and defeat the Chicago Bears. Jared Goff is a much better quarterback in this situation. And for him to be winless right now is kind of just a shock to me. But I do, too, got the Lions going and beating the Bears in their, in Chicago. I mean, this is a good rivalry between these two. But we're talking about Justin Fields here. Jared Goff is a much more seasoned veteran. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to do And Detroit's gotten so close. I mean, you see what they did even from week one. They almost beat San Francisco. They made that monstrous comeback, okay? And then they lost to the Ravens on that boonk. So, so, <laughs> so the Lions themselves, too, could have a couple of wins under their belt. So right. I think this is going to be a long day for the Bears' defense to try to stop Jared Goff in that offense. All right. I like it. A good match coming up is the Dallas Cowboys and the Carolina Panthers. This game will be in Dallas. McCaffrey is out. There are more injuries for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, J.C. Horn is not going to be there. Justin Burris is not going to be there. These are the two guys that keep factors in their secondary that won't be present. And that is why I'm picking Dallas to defeat the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, you know, Carolina's won the last two meetings against the Cowboys, but Dallas is more balanced right now, especially with McCaffrey, like you said, is not playing. Between Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard, I think that's a, a workload that's really balanced for Dak, Dak Prescott. And I think with their offense clicking, they're going to do enough to put more points up. And Sam Donald is going to be pressured by that Cowboys defense to try to make plays and probably force the ball all over the place. And so Dallas could make a couple of defensive plays in this game and come up with at least a seven-point win against Carolina. I think Carolina still come to play, but Dallas at home will take the victory. All right, we got the Miami Dolphins and the Indianapolis Colts. This game will be in Miami. Indianapolis is 0-3. And then again, Miami has lost two in a row. So Miami, I don't know, man. There's just something this game is a little tricky. This is a trap game, yeah. That yeah. people are gonna be wanting to Miami to win automatically. But right. I just got a feeling that uh Indianapolis are gonna get their first win on this one. And and I would have agreed with you because I mean I did pick them a couple of weeks ago when, when they played the Rams, and of course we've seen what happened there. They fell short and I lost. But I am going I can't argue that, but I am going for Miami here. I just think that Miami is going to just do enough to keep the Colts winless on the season. But I would not be mad or even surprised and upset if the Colts wind up winning. I mean, they're not going to go 0-17. And, and if you're going to win a game, this will be the one to do it, you know, since the, the Dolphins are kind of vulnerable at their, in their state right now that they are, you know, because the Dolphins are struggling to find a consistent running game. I get that. 
But I just think that they will be able to just do enough to beat Indianapolis, even if it's by a field goal. So I'm taking Miami at home against the Indianapolis Colts. All right, fair enough. I like that pick, man. I like it. Yeah, Finally, takes, we yeah. disagree about something. Yeah. Let's yeah. see if we disagree here with the Cleveland Browns and the Minnesota Vikings. This game is at Minnesota. Cleveland 2-1, and one, Minnesota 1-2. and two. A lot of close games for the Vikings. Mm. Um, look, Minnesota getting by uh, Seattle 30-17. to 17. That sparked, I think that right there, that game alone is preparing them to challenge the Cleveland Browns. I got Minnesota on this one. Wow, that's a good pick, honestly, because, I mean, Minnesota's just a couple of field goals away of being 3-0. and You know, I mean, that there's no denying that. And what they did to Seattle was just mind-boggling to me, okay? But I am going to stick with Cleveland here. If we're going to take Cleveland serious as an AFC contender and maybe a possible first-time Super Bowl appearance team, then Cleveland's going to have to go into Minnesota and, and beat them. I mean, Baker Mayfield, he has the offensive weapons to do it. It's just that will Cleveland's defense be able to, you know, contain Minnesota to the point where they can actually win this game and not try to blow a fourth quarter lead or whatever. So will Dalvin Cook play? I know there was something wrong with his ankle. So, you know, I think he did miss week, miss last week, right? But they didn't matter because they still won anyway. So right. um, I, I, I'm going with Cleveland on this one. I'm sticking with Cleveland. I think that they're just the second best team in the AFC right now. All right, if you like say that. so. But all right, I like I like how our differences are matching up. Yeah. Before the show, I told you we're gonna have four differences, so <laughs> we're, we're already two. All right, but uh, we got the the Saints and the New York Giants. This game is will be played for the first time in New Orleans this season. Um, things are not not looking good for the New York Giants. Um, a lot of people are calling out uh, Jason Garrett to be fired as an offensive coordinator. Uh, people are blaming on key players for not executing properly. The defense looked slagged. I mean, who is it that has to be taking this? Res- Let me backtrack. Who is responsible for the failures that the New York Giants are doing right now? It seems like they're repeating themselves every season. You know, the beginning of the season, they came so close, so close, and they always find a way to bite them in the butt, right? But then you got New Orleans Saints that the head coach, Peyton, Sean Peyton knows the schematics of the New York Giants, and he always comes out winning big. And that is why the New Orleans Saints will win this Sunday. You know, it's crazy to think that the Saints are ranked 31st in the NFL in total offense after that destruction of, of a blowout that they did to Green Bay in week one. But And yet they're still 2-1. and one. I think the jersey that I'm wearing is saying it all. I am going for the Saints over my Giants. Um, I'm. Are you serious? I wow, mean, this is the first time you're going against the Giants. You know, I mean, we the Giants got a lot to fix, okay? And it starts with the front office. They got to start there. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, and whoever is listening to this podcast, please stop blaming Danny Dimes. I am not going to sit here and put 100% of the blame on Danny times here okay daniel jones is doing what he got with what he has and he's taking the calls from from his superior okay so you know if you tell me to do this and i do it and it doesn't work out why are you going to blame me you see what i'm saying and then on top of that he's not got an offensive line so he's having to run all over the place and probably going to lead the nfl in rushing yards i'm going to stop that right there i'm not blaming on the offensive line anymore i'm not blaming that it is the balance 
of the offense that's not there, especially when you have things. Let's put it this way. Being at MetLife Stadium, seeing what I saw front hand, seeing that they're not consistent enough to move the ball down because when it works, they don't use those tools to keep working. They want to do something else. And their identity of always running the ball is not there for that team no more. So do whatever Danny Dime does. He is accurate with his throw. Let him do he it. But we're not going to see it because yeah. the Orleans Saints are going to Hail Mary every down and you'll see a blowout against the New York Giants. Yeah, I mean, the Giants got a lot to work on. I'm sorry. I mean, I love my team, but, you know, the facts are the facts. They got a lot to work on. And- talking about something to work on. I'll tell you who else you need to work on. The other New York team, which is the New York Jets. They're going to host the Tennessee Titans. And, my man, I'm telling you right now, there's nothing I can say right now to change my mind on this. Tennessee Titans are rolling through New York. Can the Jets just change their color to black so we can say we got a black and blue situation going on in New York? I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, we I mean, I'm sure Jets and Giant fans up there in the tri-state area can argue who's the worst team right now between the two. Good lord. Maybe they'll have a tank bowl like the college football does with UConn and, and UMass. And they'll you know? end up in a tie. Yeah, probably. Probably. Jeez. Zach Wilson mm. and Daniel Jones. Still can't beat each other. Yeah, I know. No. Whatever. But I, I <laughs> yeah, but I got the Tennessee. Kansas City Chiefs here and the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. They're going to go at it. Both teams are trying to turn around their season. The Kansas City Chiefs, they, 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 they lost one. I mean, they, they, they're one and two, and they lost a good game against the Chargers. They're going to come back. I got Kansas City on this one. Yeah, this is a must win for Kansas City. I mean, you're talking about desperation and going into week four. I mean, it doesn't get any worse than this if they lose this game to Philadelphia. And Philadelphia looked explosive in the first week of the season. And all of a sudden, we've seen a want, want, want. I mean, so I got Kansas City winning. It happens with every good team, Matt. It happens with every good team. It is what it is. But yeah. don't count them out. It's still early in the season. Yeah. You'll what you'll see once that office starts clicking, they're gonna start winning, and that streak is gonna continue. Uh, just like this team here, probably one of the best, probably the game of the week right now, and and, and that is the Arizona Cardinals visiting the Los Angeles Rams. Gotta give ups to Matthew Stafford. This is his year, man. He reminds me of Kurt Warner. All right, the type of season he had when he started his comeback for, for, for Stafford, he struggled with Detroit because. That organization did not support him. You see the difference that he is doing with the Rams. Golf couldn't do it because he wasn't that intelligent and he couldn't execute. You got a quarterback now that can listen, that can execute, and you could trust him. And that's why the Rams will defeat the Arizona Cardinals. I can't argue there. I mean, both these teams, though, are scoring 30, over 30 points a game. I mean, the offense are explosive with both these teams. But Sean McVay is undefeated against Arizona. Okay, so I do got the Rams because I think what's going to be the difference maker is the Rams' defense versus Arizona's defense. That defense is just so nasty that they could be the front runner right now as the NFC favorites. You know, I'm I'm not taking none away from Tampa Bay because they're the champs, but our, the Rams are just on a whole different level than right now than anybody else in the NFC. And after what they did last week to the Buccaneers, 
I got to see firsthand. I'm like, yeah, it's going to be hard to pick against the Rams from here on out unless they just fall apart. But I got the Rams beating the Cardinals. Maybe in a close shootout, though. Yeah. Maybe so. Hey, before we finish up with our picks, I want to uh, go ahead and give you a little trailer of another podcast that you could catch on Clovercrest Media. Check it out. When I was 12 years old, I became a Jack Nicholson super fan. This happened almost overnight on an evening in February 1997 when I first saw The Shining. Here's Johnny! In those 20 plus years, I never stopped being a Jack superfan. I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Get ready for You Don't Know Jack, hosted by me. Subscribe today on your favorite podcast platform. All right, check it out, man. It's a good show. I like hearing it. It is, you know, we got to tell the truth on this one, man. I hope you can follow through, all right? Okay. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> you said okay. Okay. You can't <laughs> handle the truth. <laughs> Let's see if we can handle this. The Seattle Seahawks and the San Francisco 49ers. This game is at San Fran. I got Seattle on the road and... They're going to handle their business there, man. Uh, Russell Wilson, I know they got to sit back against the Vikings. They'll take it and give it to the 49ers on the road. So both teams lost last week. So this kind of increases that urgency of a win for both these teams because they both got to keep up with the Rams and the Cardinals. The good thing for one of these two teams is that they know the Rams and the Cardinals, one of those two teams, got to lose. So that gives them one game closer. Woo-hoo, right? But I just do not see the Niners losing at home two weeks in a row. So I am going to go with the 49ers at home in this one to bounce back from that home loss that they know they should have won if they would have just practiced clock management just a little bit better. But no, look, I'm taking none away from the Seahawks, man. Russell Wilson is still Russell Wilson, okay? And they know that this is game time if they're going to try to stay in a playoff contention or even try to finish over 500 because a loss here drops them to what one and three and that's going to be terrible for a Seahawks team but I will still not count them out I'm going with the Niners in this one in a very close matchup here all right fair enough we got the Baltimore Ravens visiting the Denver Broncos at mile high and I'm gonna tell you right now the Broncos are riding high going against teams like the Jets the Jacksonville Jaguars, the New York Giants, while the Baltimore Raiders were playing against the Raiders, the Chiefs, the Lions. Yes, you know who I'm picking. The Baltimore Ravens. Absolutely, all the way. I'm picking the Ravens, but it's wild how this is week four and already their third AFC West opponent in four weeks with only the Chargers left in two more weeks. So it's like the Ravens is going through a gauntlet of the AFC West off the top in the beginning of that schedule. You know, they lost that close one to the Raiders, which I think they should have won. But they did their business, you know, against Kansas City, which they should have lost that one. So to me, it was kind of a flop. You know what I'm saying? But Denver has not played nobody. I'm sorry to say Denver. They took advantage of their schedule. That's what you do. 
You can't fault them for that. But they have not played a high-caliber team. They have not played a high-caliber quarterback. And so I think Lamar Jackson is going to do much more than what Teddy Bridgewater is going to do in this game. The Ravens will go to Denver and give them a mile-high loss, and the Ravens will win this game. Outstanding. We agree on that one. All right. We got the Steelers visiting the Packers. There's not much say about Ben Roethlisberger compared to Aaron Rodgers, uh, but I'm picking Green Bay and winning big. Yeah, um, I think so too. I mean, even though the Steelers has won the last five regular season meetings against the Packers, but this is a whole different Steelers team. This is a whole different Big Ben. I think Big Ben is starting to look like old Ben and weak Ben or broken Ben, broke down Ben or leaning tower Ben, whatever kind of Ben you want to call him. I mean, just don't call him Uncle Ben, okay? So uh, Green Bay got Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't seem to be aging as fast. So he's going to do what everybody tells, you know, he tells everybody R-E-L-A-X. And they're going to win this one at Lambeau Field. Yeah, he can win all those games, but I'm still not <laughs> picking them to go to the Super Bowl. Nah, I don't know nah, what they say. Nah, no, nah. because the nah. other team that's going to make it there probably, the way things are going, is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers visiting New England. And this is going to be a great match because the fact that, I mean, it's not a match, it's a story, right? It's a story yeah. waiting to happen when you have Tom Brady visiting for the very first time uh, uh, and visit his old coach, Bill Belichick, right? And mm-hmm. I don't, I don't even remember if uh, Montana did that when he went to the Chiefs after he left the 49ers. I'm not sure, you know. But this is kind of like you know, remembering you know Joe Montana was the the best quarterback in the 80s, and then when things weren't in, you know during his downfall in his in his career, he ended up taking and helping Kansas City Chiefs step up but couldn't win in the playoffs with that team so now it's it's a better story i guess and i just want to see and witness him shaking hands or hugging bill belichick i think that's that's what we need to see uh i think everyone's trying to create their storyline to try to be the first to say what they want to say but i'm actually looking forward for the game and looking for that you know that bond because without each other they wouldn't win six super bowls so um, but I'm picking uh Tampa Bay to to win it. Yeah, uh you know, so sad to say that one of these two teams is gonna you know, they both lost last week, so somebody's gotta lose again, you know. And you know, when you talk about it's almost like Tom Brady's the Superman, you know, who's his kryptonite? It ain't gonna be the Patriots and Mac Jones. I'm sorry, Mac Jones got a bright future ahead of himself, but he's gonna learn real quick that you're going up against a subject matter expert when it comes to NFL quarterbacks. And so is Bill Belichick going to play to beat the Buccaneers or is he going to try to play to beat Tom Brady? You know, because that defense, I mean, they they know they they know that Tom Brady is who he is, who he says he is. And he's probably going to torch that New England defense. So the Patriots don't show up. It's going to be over before halftime. So. Absolutely. Hey, Monday Night Football is here and we got the. Raiders visiting the Chargers, and especially that they're they're going to be at the stadium where they're hosting the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. Maybe this is the the year for the Raiders because David Carr is hungry. Uh, he is eighty eight for one hundred thirty six. He's already thrown for over a thousand yards. 
He's thrown six touchdown passes, and he has his running back, Barber, who's also running down. And I think Carr and the Raiders, they're hungrier than anybody there. And I got a feeling that that, that is it right there. Uh, Justin, Justin Herbert is listed as questionable uh, mm-hmm. as of uh, two days ago. Um, Justin Jones and Chris Harris, they're all questionable. Um, and again, you know, looking at what's there, what's on the current roster right now, I think it's beneficial that the Raiders pretty much got the edge, you know, but no disrespect to Justin Herbert. I mean, if he's all right to play, which he should be, he's also a guy, man, that's great. You know, um, you started in his rookie season, middleweight, midway through through that through that year, and he's doing fabulous. I mean, he's gone for 88 for 126, 956 yards passing. He's already thrown six touchdown passes. Yeah. I mean, this guy will prolong the play, but so does Carr. But I got the Raiders. Yeah, because I think Justin Herbert is third right now in the NFL in passing yards or something like that. So, but I know. I know uh, Derek Carr is not that far behind. Um, talking about two teams that relocated. No, he's and not they- that far behind. He's just only in first place. So um, that's that's David Carr. Uh, Derek Carr, excuse me. Derek Carr. I got to say it right. Derek Carr. <laughs> first place. You got Tom Brady in second. You got Colin Murray at third. And then there's Justin Herbert in okay. fourth. Right. So, you know, I, this both these teams relocating. You know, this is going to be a fun matchup. This is a rival with each other. I mean, I know the Raiders won the last two matchups against the Los Angeles. And I was going back and forth here, man. We're talking about Monday night football, man. Prime time here with the Raiders and the Chargers. And I'm like, you know what? Which way do I go with the pendulum swinging back and forward here? And I know the Chargers are probably going in favorite because this is a home game. But the Raiders are just this hot right now and i got the raiders winning this game you know maybe by a field call or something because herbert is gonna this is gonna be a great game and this is one of those games that whoever has the ball last is gonna happen i won't even be surprised if it goes to overtime i really don't uh but uh hey it's gonna be interesting uh we only got three games man three three games yeah three games I, I did say four. I'm a little bit disappointed. You didn't hit my, my quota here. Well, you know, I, at one point I was leaning towards the Chargers in this game, but I had time to reflect and, you know. Oh, time to reflect, huh? Yeah, I had time to reflect. Yeah. Time time yeah. for some action. <laughs> time for the next one indeed. <laughs> Starting Thursday night when uh, Jacksonville takes on Cincinnati. Uh, once again, you're listening to All Four Downs Podcast, the NFL picks tomorrow. It'll be college football. That's right. College football. And you'll be surprised on the teams that I'm selecting. And most of those teams are in the top 25. A lot of good games. Three solid games. Three ranked games going on. Especially Arkansas versus Georgia. So check it out tomorrow night. 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. With all four downs cast with Joe and Jason myself. And on this show, please, by all means, uh, follow us on, on YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe. And also visit hhwshow.com for the latest news. And you'll get to hear our picks once again on that website. So please stay tuned there. Hector, thank you for being with me once again. Let's see what happens at the end of this week. Shall I remain on top? I'm only a game over. What do you guys think? Because um, I'm got a, I got a feeling I'll be 
14 and two, man. Uh, give me two out of three, and I'll be tied right back with you, baby. 14 and two, man. I'm predicting 14 <laughs> and two. All right, my friend. Thank you so much, man. Yes, sir. All right. Take care, everyone. And thank you for watching All Four Downs.